Parsons. And I'm Shauna West. Welcome to the Creative Exponent Podcast. This is a place where we talk about discovering, upholding, and sharing your creativity. everybody and welcome to season three episode two of the creative exponent podcast and today we're going to talk about when the anecdotes aren't true for you hmm. and at first I th- so we threw this topic out like oh what like two years ago when right. we were <laughs> brainstorming <laughs> topics we sat and on it for a while I think, <laughs> I think we've kind of stayed away from it because it's kind of seems like an odd topic but as we've talked about it more and like started sort of shaping the outline. I think there's Mm -hmm. actually some really good stuff to talk about here. And we've seen this as we've worked with other creative entrepreneurs that, well, while they're not saying like, man, why are the anecdotes aren't true for me? (laughs) They're saying like, man, I feel like I'm doing everything. I feel like I'm seeing other people have success and I'm not experiencing that same success. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I thought we would talk about that. And um, so I want to just start with saying like, so here here are the things about anecdotes. Here are the things that, that we need to kind of recognize and I think the first one is they just don't tell the whole story right whether it's a success story you're seeing on Instagram even even one that you're watching unfold or if it's an old story of you know someone told Einstein he was an idiot and then he became you know (laughs) Einstein (laughs) proved to be quite a brilliant person (laughs) he did all right uh but but that's not the whole story there's there's so much that happens between that moment and then Mm -hmm. success. And not only that, but I think a lot of anecdotes can be um, like, it's kind of like I heard it from a friend who said it to a friend and Mm -hmm. now it's like on the internet and now it's attributed and it's like, did it really happen or not? Like, it's just, it's just not the whole story. No, it's not. And I think that, I think, too, the thing to remember is not only is it it's not the whole story, but it's not. OK, now I'm, I'm probably jumping way far ahead. So just, you know, like give me a, a you know, zip it. I'll wink, <laughs> I'll wink at you. If, you, <laughs> if I am. If you're... <laughs> right. But it's like we tend to see. Well, OK, I'll say this. Once we've experienced a certain amount of success, the easiest way, like when we're being interviewed or when someone's asking us, we tend to jump into anecdote mode. You know, we Mm -hmm. then start speaking in quotes instead of like telling the entire story of what happened or what we're really doing right now. What does our business really look like on a day-to-day basis? And I mean, we do it too. We all do this, but I think that's why all of a sudden then there's this collective thought that if I do this, then, you know, I'll have this success or I'll, um, I'll reach this goal. And it's just usually wrapped up in a bunch of different things, not just one, Yeah. you know? Yeah. So. Yeah, definitely. And I think the thing to remember about anecdotes is they're just little snapshots. Yeah. And usually the end of the anecdote, anecdote. I'm saying like antidote and anecdote, <laughs> An- like combining the two. <laughs> right. Um, but usually it's it's not the end of the story. Yeah. It's just 
um, you know, like if you tell the story of, you know, a young girl who toured with her family and had this incredibly big voice Mm -hmm. and she was discovered and became one of the biggest movie icons of all time. Yeah. There you go. There's this great anecdote, but the story is of Judy Garland and that story did not end well. It ended very sad and tragic. And, and so you're just seeing these little snapshots and it doesn't tell the whole story. So you just need to remember that. I think the other thing is that they're defining success. They're saying Mm -hmm. this is what success looks like. And we've talked about defining success and how important it is to have your own clear picture of what success looks like to you. Because if you don't, then you hear all these anecdotes of success is money. It's fame. It's, you know, it's getting to this certain level. It's having a certain amount of followers and if that's what success looks like to you, that's okay. Then that's, yeah. then you know what you're shooting for. But I think for a lot of people, that's not necessarily what success is. You have to, you have to define that yourself. You do. And I think, you know, we, it's just such a tricky, it is such a tricky thing to chase. Uh, so I think that's why it's got to be done in, and I know this goes back to, to that episode where we talked about defining success for yourself, but it's really got to be done in the quiet of your own mind. It can't be in a moment where you're surrounded by other influences and watching what everyone else is doing. You know, we have to take some time and be, just be with ourselves and what we need and yeah. what what works for us and for our families. And, um, you know, and so then once we do that, when we hear, you know, like when I hear the whole, and not that this is necessarily exactly what we're talking about, but if somebody says to me, the only way for you to, to grow, uh, your either blog following or social media following to be quote successful is, I mean, you've got to, You've got to post every single day and you've got to, um, you got to be on 20 times a day, you know, on your stories. Look, (laughs) it's just not going to happen then for me. I have to find another route because Mm -hmm. that's not the way I want to live. So, you know, I think we just have to be we have to have that success definition, you know, sort of built into our creative DNA because then it can act as a filter for those things. You know, that's great. That's wonderful for, you know, so-and-so. Um, and I can take this piece of it and I'll do this, you know, this part and that works for me, um, but not the other. And I think that other, well, I'll hold that part. Go ahead. <laughs> Well, I was just going to say that success isn't always repeatable also. No. It's there there's something no. to be said for it's just the right place, the right time. Yes. It it you know, everyone was excited for it at that time or right. You know, it just there's a lot to be said for that. So if you're you might be hitting the market at a time or sharing your creative work at a time when it's just not quite the right mm-hmm. time or the right place. Mm-hmm. And um, so that's important to remember. Um, the other thing too is that anecdotes are typically, not always, but they're used in a manipulative way. Yeah. They're used to 
sell something or promote something. Yeah. And specifically, I'm thinking like body transformations are a really good example of that. Yeah. Like yeah. here's the before and after of yeah. what people look like before this diet or exercise program and then after it. Yeah. And it's like the idea is, you know, to, mm-hmm. to be kind of motivating and everything, but it's like, it may be a completely unrealistic body type. I mean, mm-hmm. body um, goal for your age, for your, yeah. um, for your bone structure, like, body makeup. <laughs> right. Yeah, there you go. That's what I was looking for. <laughs> bone structure. And, and I think that any kind of, you know, success story is like that, that there's yeah. kind of this, there, there's so many things at play that are out of your control. Mm-hmm. And um, so, yeah, the, you know, it's great when you're writing a book about, you know, becoming a millionaire and you have all these great anecdotes that you can throw in, but there's kind of this underlying agenda of, I want to. Yeah. Well, it's the system, sell this book. Yeah. I mean, a good real world example of that is it's, that's hard to say real world, real world. A real, (laughs) real world example, (laughs) you know, is, That when we decided, okay, we're going to, um, you know, we're going to roll uh, the mentoring group under the Creative Exponent and we really collaborated together on it. You know, it's the reason you're never going to see our uh, graphics or a video or whatever, any kind of promotional material that's going to promise somebody online success. That's not... I can't promise you that. And I'm not trying to call out other people who do that. You know, that's if they feel confident in what they're, you know, they're saying and they're selling, that's fine. I will just say for me, and I know, I know for us, it's, that's one of those things that is so, it's so subjective and it's so personal. And what's happening in someone's business is not always aligning with the marketplace and there is a lot of unknown, you know, and so it's better to say, here are the tools that we focus on. Here are the things we want to see. We want to see you thrive, create a life and work you love. Um, we want to see you develop great habits. So see, that's a totally different way to approach it than do one through four, you know, because I can do that and someone else may try that and maybe this is going to sound harsh. Maybe that's just not in their gifting, you know? Maybe it's just not. Maybe their gift lies somewhere else. So, you know, those kinds of, when we read, you know, from other people, well, if we do this, then we'll get this. You know, we just have to take those things with a a grain of salt, you know, and understand that yeah. we're, you know, it's it's about way, way more than that one particular action or that one step is not, it's not going to transplant you into a place of perfection and, you know, immediate growth. It's just not. That's And that's a great way to be set up for major disappointment. You know, it just is. Yeah. It's a great way to be really bummed out <laughs> all the time. Yeah, and to quit. And I think yeah. that's why a lot of people quit is they feel like, you know, their story doesn't line up with these yeah. stories that have set this kind of expectation. Yeah. So I think a way to, to make it a positive thing is to make sure that you're using these stories of success as motivation, as yeah. a, well, why not me? Why That's not? Right. If, if That's someone right. else could do it, why not me? And, 
as motivation to work hard and to mm-hmm. pursue what you what you want to do and all of that and not use them as like a a predictor of the future yeah. that like yeah. if i do this then or if this is the path that i'm on then this is mm-hmm. what's going to happen because you can have the same people with the same kind of talent do mm-hmm. the exact same thing and end up with with different results it just yep. maybe one just you know the right person saw them and shared their yeah. work maybe another one just they're just really charismatic on video mm-hmm. or something yeah. and that just sends it, you know, viral. It, it's like, they're just so many variables, um, nuances. Yeah. Yeah. So many variables. So use it as a, as a motivator. If there's some anecdote that you've heard, that's really motivating and inspiring mm-hmm. to you, then, then great. Use it as a motivator, but don't, don't rely on it as yeah. this, this is what's going to happen with me. This is, this is what my future is going to be. Right. And I think focus on control what you can control. Yeah. And well, that's all you can do. There's a lot that you can control. Yeah. <laughs> I know, but I think we try to. We do. Um, like when you see people like, how do I make a viral video? Right. It's like, well. <laughs> it just happens. I don't even, yeah. I, the people <laughs> who, happens. you know, study algorithms. And so I don't know if they always can predict what's gonna, I mean, no. I think there's some clickbait, you know, there, mm-hmm. there are ways that you can kind of increase chances of things going viral, but yeah. you know, like the, I think the most viral video on Facebook, at least as of a few years ago was, um, the woman who, you know, just a mom in her car trying on the, <laughs> that Chewbacca mask. <laughs> <laughs> and laughing at herself, seeing the reflection. And that was the most viral video ever. Yeah. And like, why is that more viral than something else? You know, yeah. trick shots or, um, I don't know, some really moving video yeah. that was put together or some yeah. great room makeover. Like, why that? But yeah. it, it just was. It just hit this note. And that's right. People at just the right time. So. Well, that's, I mean, that's kind of the whole point, I think, of this, this podcast episode is that the reason we're even talking about it is because some of you, just like us, have been out there <laughs> in the ether not experiencing the kind of success or the picture that you wanted, you know, that you imagined would be, you know, unfolding in front of you. And it's really discouraging when you are in that place where you feel like that you've done everything you can do and it's still not quite taking off, you know, and it's still not hit yet. And I think we have got as creative entrepreneurs, we've got to we've got to recognize and accept that there is a little bit of magic in all of it. There's a little yeah. bit of, of right place at the right time, little bit of luck, little bit of who you know, little bit of who you're connected with. That it'd be a lie to say that if you just do these seven things, you're gonna that's a lie. <laughs> it's just not real. And so I think we tend to latch on to those pieces of success or, or those stories of success because our brains desperately long to just cling to this one thing you can do to get yeah. where we want to be. And that's not yeah. how it works. You know, it's this muddled 
mess and magic and uh, hard work and failure and um, it's taken two steps forward and three back. And I mean, it's a, it's a lot of that. So I find that in coaching, you know, when I hear people at the place where they say things like, I've done everything I know to do and it's not working and I'm, I'm not okay, you know, we have to remember for ourselves, you know, that's usually when I will just say, and that's okay. It's okay to be that worn out. It's okay to be, uh, to feel discouraged. You should. That makes total sense. You're supposed to feel discouraged after that amount of work and you're not getting, um, you're not getting the results you've been longing for. Does it mean that it will always be that way? No, no. Because all those little success stories that you read and that you hear about and you watch videos about, um, they have their own moments where things are not going so great, you know. And we just have to keep speaking life into our lives. We have to keep living life into our life. So if we begin to accept that nothing works for us that works for other people, this is a harsh truth, but that's exactly what we're going to get. You know, it's exactly what we're going to get, you know, and it doesn't mean that it doesn't make sense that we arrive at those places and it's not understandable because it is, it's totally understandable, but it is changeable. Nothing is fixed. Nothing stays the same. You know, I mean, even our personal lives, it's the same. Believe me, I have to tell myself that (laughs) every day. Nothing is going to stay the same. This is going to move. It is going to pass. There will be a different day, a different opportunity, a different moment, a different feeling. And it's the same with our work. You know, we just, and, and, and so that's why it's hard because that sounds so cheesy when you're in the pit of failure, you know, in your own mind. (laughs) It's like, oh, thanks. Just keep going. Okay. (laughs) Take that and, you know shove it somewhere. But I think those <laughs> feelings come from some someone else defining success. Yep. I, I think in a large they in do. large part. Sometimes we let ourselves down for what we genuinely yeah. want to do. But I think usually it's we kind of see what success is looking like for other people mm-hmm. and we put that on ourselves and yeah. then we decide that's what success looks like, even though if we really, if we really just kind of sat alone, like you said, yeah. and without other people influencing it, what really, what is it really that we want to yeah. do? What, yeah. what really is the goal? What does success really look like? And I, I realized that um, through my own blog and creative and business journey that some of the success that I was seeing other people have where, I mean, they're like on a TV show and they're doing the, you know, traveling all over the place and doing these huge house makeovers and all this stuff that I'm like, you know, that's not the path I want to really want to be on. Even if I felt like I was heading in that direction, that's not the, that's not the direction that I want to go. I really, my sweet spot is just in my studio by myself, writing, taking pictures, painting that that's where I want to be. I don't want to be doing these big, massive things that come with all of these new pressures and stresses Mm -hmm. and obligations. That's just not what I want to do. And so I I think that it's so important to, that if you are in that kind of funk 
um, mm-hmm. to look at that. What is my definition of success right now? And yeah. have I let these stories and other people sharing their success and have mm-hmm. I let that kind of define what, what it looks like? Cause it's so easy to do now that we're seeing yeah. everyone. You it's know, and almost, what doing. yeah, it's almost impossible not to, you have yeah. to fight yeah. with serious intention to guard against that. Yes. You really do. I mean, it's, yes. it's not just easy to, it's like, it's almost inevitable unless you're yeah. entirely intentional about it. Um, and it, I think I it, would, it requires it daily. Really? Yeah. I would suggest if you guys didn't listen to um, last season, we interviewed um, Michael Lynn Smith, the mm-hmm. author of Welcome Home. Yeah. And she talked about that and yeah. how she would look at what some of these other home bloggers were doing with these yeah. big room makeovers yeah. and house renovations and really felt like she wasn't doing enough or was yeah. kind of failing. And she just, she's just came to this realization that that's just not, what huh. I do. That's yeah. not what I do. I yeah. do something else. Yeah. And she I need said, to I'm a teacher. Celebrate. I'm an educator, yeah. you know, and that's, yeah. I want to teach people how to do certain things in their home. And I, I love that. I, that's exactly, yeah. that's exactly it. We've got to, well, gosh, everybody, I mean, <laughs> the whole of life is figuring out who you are and what you really want to be doing. And so it's the same with your work or your creative, you know, hobbies or habits or, business. I mean, it's just all about figuring out how do you honor yourself and the things that have been gifted to you and the stuff that comes out of you naturally. And how do you share that in a way that's authentic for you in whatever way is authentic for you? That's, that's the whole game, you know, that's it. So I feel like that knowledge sometimes can help us in the pursuit of it, remember that it's all about the pursuit of it, you know, and that yeah, takes some about, of the, yeah. some of the strain yeah, it's away. An embra- embracing the process, including yeah. the failures, including the ups yeah. and downs. Um, yeah. and also including that even like the pinnacle of success for someone is not, yeah, that's not the end of the story. There's, no. You know, unless they die right then. There's <laughs> like all. Then, there's then usually a day <laughs> after you win the lottery. <laughs> there's another. Yeah. You know, there's another day. A lot of times. Yeah, yeah, and it. I think. Um, it, yeah, it's it's about process more yeah. than the destination, definitely. It and is. I actually I found a great quote on that about failure. Um, this is, it's from a, this sweet little book I kind of picked up oh. just like on a impulse um, called things are what you make of them life advice for creatives by Adam J. Kurtz. And it just has great little snippets on each page. And Mm -hmm. um, anyway, this one, so this is a quote from that book. It says failure actually is an option. Um, Failure is totally an option. (laughs) It's actually one of the two main options in most scenarios. (laughs) Right. Instead of lying to yourself about the possibilities, choose instead to embrace yourself for, or to brace yourself for any outcome and be ready to learn from the experience. Yeah. Your creative life is a journey and every step is moving you forward. 
Yeah. I thought that was really good. Just brace yourself for any outcome because yeah. failure is one of two options. That's right. <laughs> so We're not talking about, you know, it's not very multifaceted. <laughs> it's, yeah. Know, it's really not. And I just think yeah. so much of, of life is is learning that part. And I think that's why we... Hopefully, as we age, we start to accept that, that, you know, we're, um, that we are always in pursuit of things, you know, and it's, we've talked about that a long time ago, you know, it's not about this moment of arrival and you begin to see a lot of beauty in things that quote, don't work out. You know, you, you can, you, you can, we are able to, you know, we begin to realize that it's not the right time or it was not the right opportunity, or it's not really what we want. Um, you know, I don't know. I It makes it sound really fluffy, and it makes it sound, um, you know, and I tell my husband all the time, maybe I am a total optimist. I don't think so. I think I'm very realistic, but maybe I am. But I tell you what, at least I'm going to be thinking about some good stuff along the way. At least I'm going to try, as I can, when I'm able to change the channel in my brain, you know, um, yeah. and not just accept what is. Because I'll tell you this, I refuse to accept in my work and in my life just what is. That's it. Not doing it. Yep. Not doing it. Now I'm preaching. Whoop. <laughs> yep, you definitely are. It's a good, it's a good note to end on. Yeah. Though, I think. <laughs> Um, you know, we, we wanted this episode to be encouraging. Yeah. And for you to... That if that's what you've been clinging to, which I think we do that without realizing it, kind of clinging to these stories of success and these anecdotes and people who were watching do what we want to do with kind of this idealistic lens and to, to turn that around and define your own success and to really embrace your own creative process and journey. I think I see that time and again in magazine articles I read Mm -hmm. about creatives about these turning point moments where people embrace Mm -hmm. what they do best and where they embrace their own journey and where failure became something that kind of spurred them on in a new direction. And so anyway, I hope that, I hope that this encourages you to keep going in your, in your own direction. So you have a creative contraption to share with I us I do, today. I do. Um, okay, so I got this for Christmas from my brother and my sweet it's sister-in-law. It's beautiful. Uh, okay, so the company is Peg and All, and you can find them on Amazon and then, of course, on their own website. Um, and, of course, they're, they're on, on Etsy, Instagram. I think, also. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think yeah. so. They're a little bit all over the place, but they've got, um, they've got all kinds of really cool wax canvas pieces. And so this is a, it's called the Sendak and it's just like a tool brush roller pack. It's so pretty. It's like an olive green, which I am obsessed with, but I love it because it just for portability. And I was just telling Mary and I've now I've got to get new, I got to get smaller brushes because I have mostly <laughs> only long handle brushes. So now I'm going to have to get a few extra brushes in the right sizes so that I can take it with me because like this week, I'm going to be doing a little bit of traveling. It'll be in a kind of remote location, but still it would be great to be able to roll everything I need up in one spot, but it's just made really well. Um, I had seen their products before in person, and so I knew, you know, it's handmade, and I just think that they're made really well. And the last time I spent a good bit of money on something like the uh, 
the backpack that we both have by, you know, Abel. Um, You know, it's one of those pieces that I just use and use and abuse and wear out. And so this one, I know um, it was a great gift. It was really thoughtful. So I know it'll be one of those pieces. I'll be able to keep it forever and use the heck out of it. And and they're gorgeous. It comes in um, multiple colors, I think. And then, of course, I think they have some larger ones as well. And they have a ton of cool I love their stuff. I haven't actually bought anything, but I Uh do. I'm always like kind of trolling their site. Like, "Mm, maybe Mm, maybe. today is the day I'll buy (laughs) something. Maybe one day. Yep. Yeah. They have lots of great um, wood stuff. They have like wood watercolor palettes with leather flaps that cover them. They have all sorts of really neat... um, Really neat things, so it's yeah. worth checking out Peg and All, and it's A-W-L, yep. Um, yep. Peg and All. So, all right, well, next week, we have some good topics coming up. Um, we also do. have some guests starting to line up some guests and get them nailed down, so we're excited about um, interviewing some creatives for you. Um, but next week, we're going to talk about how doing feeds creating. Yes. How just you know, getting off the computer, getting off the whatever, and, and just starting, just starting. That's Um, right. We're asked a lot, like, so how do I start? How do I start painting? How do I start a creative business? All of that. And it's like, so much of it is, you (laughs) you just have to start doing something, just something, just start doing something. So we're going to talk about that. Just how, how doing feeds creating, how to kind of get that creative snowball rolling mm-hmm. um and which is a great topic for the beginning of the year because we all go through yes kind of dry seasons and times when we need a little extra push so we'll that's talk right about that next week and we hope you'll join us thank you for listening to the creative exponent podcast our original theme was written by a walker spring and recorded by ellie swope and johan wagner And if you like The Creative Exponent, please subscribe and leave us a review. You can find us at www.thecreativeexponent.com. And you can also send us an email at hello at creativeexponent.com.